Welcome back, everybody. Hey, everyone. Take three. All right, this is the uh, third podcast that I never said I'd do. Famous last words, which I knew were wrong the moment you said them. I was like, nope, never will. <laughs> All right. Anyway, this is although this topic has opened up some good conversation, some healthy conversation, I think. Um, but it's also, I think, been maybe perhaps uh, taken wrong in a few ways. Um, I feel like my, my overall point is not being seen, and maybe it is, and maybe it's being heard, but I feel also like people are misunderstanding a few things that I definitely wanted to clarify in this, but... Um, well, it is such know. a touchy topic, just wanting to make sure it you really know, is. everybody understands, because I understand people can get you know very... It really is, because in the first one, somebody asked, um, so you're saying Jesus wasn't born? When was, like, how did he get here then? I'm like, no, no, um, that's, that's not what I said at all. Uh, of Yes, absolutely he was born. He was born as a little baby. He was born as a baby human like any, any other humans are born um, in, in that way, not in the way of the father. But born just like any other human would be born, but it wasn't on December 25th. Like ninety nine point nine 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 yeah percent sure that it was not December twenty fifth, um, but the my my point with that is is at Christmas time, we have this, you know, Christians have this warm fuzzy, you know, kumbaya type sweet, you know, it's like rocking arms and everything and love Jesus and all of these and, you know, little baby in the manger, how sweet and sweet. And we forget that he's returning in judgment. And that was my point is largely that's what we turn this into. This turns into just something, just another tradition of men, because that's what Christmas is. I mean, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to, um, you know, be uh, mean or, or trying to tear this down. But that's this is exactly what it is. It's just a fact that it's a tradition of men. It's not biblical. But we get at this time of year, you know, usually we get so wrapped up in this this tradition of man and not saying that it's using that terminology. Not every tradition of man is evil and goes against God. That that's also completely further further from the truth. I mean, there's certainly traditions that that men have have created in an attempt to honor the Lord that he would feel honor in. I, I think Christmas was one of those things where I'm beginning me personally. I'm having a hard time. Rec reconciling that that would be one of those things that would be honoring to him. But that means that that would be a sin for me personally if I violated my conscience because I keep feeling more and more convicted about this. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm saying that it's a sin for you to celebrate this. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying to to think. And, and this goes a lot deeper than just, you know, these things. But going back to that first, yeah, yes, I didn't, I absolutely did not say that he was not born. I meant that he himself, the 
Son has always existed, eternally existed with the Father. He isn't some created being as many false teachings say that he is. He's always existed. He is the creator and the author of life. He is, he is the, the everything that we know, everything that we see, everything that is everything was created by him, for him, and through him. So, I'm, you know, I, that's, that's who we're talking about here. And oftentimes we, we think that this, this was just born into this world and it just started on December 25th. No, he's been the eternal God since ever. <laughs> and, and we, we tend to milk this, this time of year down a lot to just milky gospel that does not save and that was more so my point and i think you know so so getting off that yes i i, I absolutely believe all those things i'm sorry if anybody took it to think that i didn't think that anybody would would but uh, if anybody did absolutely not um the the second part of it that I think people um, get the misconception is is that I'm definitely not telling you that you need to follow any Jewish law or festival or or think that you're bound to this or think that you should substitute Christmas for Hanukkah. Um, that that's not what you have to do at all, and that's not what I'm saying. Um, but I'm saying that there is a reality that we look at in Zechariah chapter 14 where Jerusalem will be the center of the world again and like the Washington D.C. of the world with Jesus Christ on his throne ruling from Jerusalem and our Jewish Messiah will we along with him we will in the humans in the kingdom which we will be in glorified bodies we will not be in our human bodies celebrate festivals with him because these he is the fulfillment of these things it says in verse 16 in chapter 14 that everyone who survives of all the nations that have come up against jerusalem shall go up year after year to worship the king, the Lord of hosts, and to keep the Feast of Booths. The Feast of Booths was Sukkot. Shelters. You know what that represents? The Lord delivering. And what? Oh, I was going to say, and, no, go ahead. and quite possibly the actual true date of birth of Jesus. Not Correct. <laughs> Not that Correct. we know for sure, because again, the whole point was not to do anything special for, you know, this whole birthday thing, but that's a whole different, <laughs> whole different conversation. Yeah. So, but I mean, and, and then in verse 17, it says very clearly, and if any of the families of earth do not go up to Jerusalem to worship the King of the Lord of hosts, there will be no rain on them. So if you are being called to celebrate this, or we will be called to celebrate this in this millennial reign and be punished if you do not. I'm thinking 
there's still something kind of special to these days. Just a thought. Sure. Does this, does what I just read lock you into keeping Jewish festivals? Nope. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But it's a fact that these will be kept in the millennial, in the millennial kingdom. And you'll be there. Or you won't have rain. <laughs> or you won't have rain. Well, for us, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. we but will be But not taking rain. for granted that every person listening to this is a true believer. Correct. You know I mean? So if you're not, Correct. You if you're you not, don't show up, you're not going to have rain. Well, well, no, no, no. They'll be true believers in the kingdom. They just will have the ability to sin and disobey. And that's laid out in Isaiah because we have the Lord ruling with a rod of iron. Okay, Then we also have people dying. So I don't want to get too far off in that, but I know people sometimes go, wait a minute, where's that? Or, or what's he talking about? Okay, so anyway, we will go up to these feasts. This, this, this will still occur. So that, that just, to me... What that does is that makes me very wary of trying to stomp out anything Jew. Not which the church as a whole has has done done to great extents. And when I keep when I when I say stomp out the Jew, what I keep meaning is I I keep re, I keep referring back to Romans chapter eleven. Do not become proud. We are not the root of this tree. We are not this tree. We are grafted in just as Israel will be grafted in once again to their rightful place. Okay, but we're not we're not to become proud or to replace Israel with anything. And the fact of the matter is that regardless of what a lot of people think or say, but the, the fact is, is that three Constantine did absolutely institute the worst case of replacement theology in every single manner of of the Christian religion that you can think of than anybody has done almost throughout history. And I mean, this is, you know, this is something that, that, that Paul, that the writers of the new Testament, they saw coming. Most people think that a lot of the new Testament writers, especially Paul, and even a lot of Jews think Paul is anti-Semitic. I'm like, you didn't read it. You don't understand what he's saying. You're missing a huge, you're missing a huge (laughs) point. Like, yes, he does not speak well of them. And you are absolutely not bound to a law that is in, fulfilled in Jesus Christ. But don't you dare go trying to replace this with Israel. Don't, don't come in in the Gentiles and, and try to replace God's chosen people. Because we're grafted into these people. And here, there is no Jew. There is no Greek. You know, this is, this is where it's laid out in Galatians. This is where people just don't understand it. It's not, 
it's not contradictory. It's not anything like that. It's just you don't understand it. And this even goes to most Torah observance movements and, and things like that, that that continue to argue this. Is it just it's you're you're twisting the word of truth and and that's all it is, okay. So, but that's not my point. Is is that no, we you know we don't have to do any. You're not better if you do these things. But my point was is one of these large institutions in in studying the for the book of Matthew for my church is the reason why I pointed out. In the past couple of podcasts uh, is one of the reasons why I've come to this, you know, um, just really feeling more and more uncomfortable about the celebration of the holidays, Christmas specifically, and just, man, I, I get, I grew up Christian, I get like all the things that's good about it, and there's been some amazing things that people have done. On Christmas, some beautiful songs, meaningful songs, doctrinally correct, you know, all these great things that they've done and attributed this all to, um, you know, the to God with us. Amen. And, and I'm not making light of that because there has been a lot of good things. But, you know, going back to it, I'm like, but why, why do we need that? When we already have those things and through those things, these are things that were actually instituted by God. Like literally God himself. Right. And I think that's what really irks me. Not like in a way that I'm upset, but just a thing like when I, cause you know, was sharing about the holy days, you know, and stuff that I do with YouTube. I feel like I have the conversation so often and it's like, that's what drives me crazy. And what really bothered me when I felt convicted about Christmas and was like, this is an idol. I can't have anything to do with this. Like I need to cut this out. Um, cause we cut out Christmas before we ever even started celebrating the biblical holy days. And then the more and more looking, I'm like, wait a second, why are we making up things like Christmas and Easter and you know, these different things when if you just read God's word, like he's already created all the things. He they're they last longer, they're more fun, they actually have meaning, they're like literally fulfilled by Christ. It's the coolest thing ever. Like why but then the more and more I thought about it, I'm like, wait a second. We grew up in Christian homes, Christian families, Christian churches, Christian schooling, all of the things. And I never, we never learned about any of this stuff. I really do think that so much of it is just the fact that, again, this goes into part of the fact of the church stomping out all things Jew, is we've completely eradicated these things to the point now that even by celebrating them, you know, Christians go, what, are you trying to be Jewish? It's like, you realize that we're adopted into their family, right? (laughs) Like, it's really not that crazy to say, oh, cool, God made up these days and they all point to Christ and everything he does and he literally fulfills them on the actual days. Like, that's cool, you know? Yeah, I mean, this is a, you know, there's a lot of regrettable things that that boil back down to this day and there's still a lot of, um, specifically Christmas and there's in the the whole winter solstice, the whole winter time period to begin with, um, that you know, that that's the root of that stuff. And the root of that stuff is all in the replacement of every everything and anything Jewish. 
Because Jewish Christians at the time were celebrating Passover for this thing, but they were celebrating this as fulfilled in Christ. The early church, that's what they were celebrating. Christmas didn't come along until Constantine. And in many times throughout the decades in many different areas, the church wouldn't touch Christmas because it was a pagan holiday. I mean, again, that's just fact of the church that said, yeah, no, that's a pagan holiday. Like, we don't do that. And it's it's fine for what, uh, you know, again, I said it's fine for what people celebrate it for. And I don't think that anybody should have any other weighted burden on them for their like, but yes, I understand it as this. Okay, many people don't truly understand it as deeply as you do. And that's not just that. Okay, this is the gospel in general. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like oh, this completely is this is Christ in general. It's not and and you know, slapping this cheap Jesus on it. I mean, this is a Jesus that even you know, you're seeing keep Christ in Christmas from like the most just horrid people, you know, saying these things. Not not me judging. I mean, these are even like, you know, worldly people that that, that say these things, you know, um, you know, thinking the, the war and attack on Christmas that we believe that we're under in this country. There is no war on Christmas, I promise you. <laughs> I've said that every year. Um but I, I don't know. Just to go to go back, so I don't we don't rant too far here. Um, we is in you and the mouse in your pocket. Exactly. <laughs> but the thing is, is there is, and I acknowledge there is a lot of opportunity to to share to declare the gospel. Sure. Um, but man, you know that. That's another topic for me that's really difficult. We all as believers, you know, we all have whatever faith that we have measured out to us. And, and the Lord has definitely given us all, we're all different parts in the body. Yep. Some of us are evangelists. Some of us are teachers. Some of us are these things. But we laugh you, all the time, but your associate pastor, oh my gosh, you guys have no idea the amount that his wife has lost him because yeah, he Yeah, like dude is meant ran, to go out he and is, do that. He, because he's the guy that will be in line at Walmart buying a gallon of milk and will stand out front of the store with you after you know you guys go through the checkout line and talk with you for 17 hours about the entire you know what i mean like he is that guy right some people have some that people gift. are that but that doesn't you, mean you but do. you know what he is rooted strongly and firmly in solid biblical truth and can give defense to anything that comes against it and puts in a lot of work to, to do that. Do that, yeah. And not not many believers. It's a very small, small number of believers can actually do that. And you don't have to feel bad if that's and you not don't. you. You don't because it's not expected of you. It's definitely expected of you to be in his word and to grow. But some of you still might not be able to get past what a Bible doctrine even is. Like, what is a Bible? Is that like something that you get when you graduate Bible school? Yeah, <laughs> like, and that's okay. Yeah, like, and that's fine. 
because it's the there's there's certainly different you know we just went over the parable of the talents in in church so you know there's certainly different things but we have to remember that and we think that we're all evangelists and we go well you know i just find that we just share the gospel with people during this time okay are you sharing though a a the, the true gospel because the gospel is never to be watered down under any or any circumstance it's never okay i mean you know there's there's definitely different ways that we go about approaching different people and and there has to be a little bit of a feeling out process i think if you're going to to you know try to declare to christ to somebody and you have to go with whatever that is but is this what you're truly doing and i think largely no people are just like well you know what i'm just gonna hand them you know a a five dollar bill and say that jesus gave you this and merry christmas you know or whatever else it is like how are you how are we spreading any type of true gospel as the day draws near I don't see how through a holiday of especially materialism, especially when we have a world in chaos, like literally in chaos. Does that mean I think everybody should get down and mope? But I think it's hard to say no, though. Yeah, it's it's, it's honestly like, hard to say no because everything that I read in the Old Testament once society. If you go read an Old Testament prophet. And the nation has got to this point to where the people won't listen. There's madness and chaos in the streets. It's very true. There's all these things. What is it? Weep and mourn. Yeah. Get on your knees and weep and mourn and pray. What is there to be celebrating right now? Yeah. I don't, that's where, I mean, like, I don't, I can't be, I, I can't be super, legalistic but but what are we what are we doing when we're you know okay so it's the birth of the savior and god is with amen but what does that mean but what does that mean and he's coming back in judgment and that's the that's the key part of the gospel that we miss and we forget to share with people we never yeah we never want to start with that right because it's like oh that's too much but he's coming back again is huge and if kind you're of like the biggest part to the whole thing, if you're not telling somebody that, look, your lifestyle, if you're trying to do this and you're truly trying to declare Christ, hey, the Lord can forgive anything. The Lord was accused with hanging out with sinners. Okay, but the the point is, is they repented, which means turned. They're a new creation. They walk a new direction. So we go, hey, look, all these things that you're doing, yeah, you can't do that anymore. Repent of these things, realize that you're a sinner, and follow Christ. But... And, and this is a process. It's not meant to be perfect. But when we're out there preaching to somebody, like we, we have to to we, we have to preach a, a true Christ. 
one that, you know, we can't lie to people. Take up your cross and follow me. Like, let's go. Die to yourself. Completely die to yourself and follow me. That's what it takes. Is that the gospel that you're sharing with people? If you are, great. But largely, that's not what we're doing. We're just doing it in some, you know, it's it's large, you know, for the most part, just holiday emptiness. Or I'm going to gift a gift to somebody. And yes, we can certainly do acts of kindness. And these are small acts of kindness. And these are things that are the Lord calls us to every day. Um, if, if, if you believe that somebody is more receptive around this period of time, sure, then absolutely go ahead. But why, why do we have to, my, my simple question is, why do we have to do it on this day? Just because it's traditional? Well, it's only traditional because of a literal attempt to get rid of anything that had anything to do with the Jew. And that's alarming. Yeah, I mean that's that's something that you should go, huh? Well, I man, I'm that's not okay. That I mean that doesn't make that 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 this case isn't you know gavel isn't down. It's not this case isn't shut. But man, that's not good. Maybe we should think about this. And why are we doing it specifically from? You know, I mean, just the way that everything ties into where we have a problem with most of our theology now, with most of our false teachings and teachers, you know, a lot of this goes back to not not all of it, because there's certainly all type all all different types of of false teachings. But in this point, it this goes back to this replacement theology. And this goes down to the destructive heresy of such. And this is a major part of it. And I'm going, hey, why do we why do we have to continue to do this? It's the same thing with the love for the reformers. It's like, look, I get it. They were right. They did a lot of good things. They weren't prophets. They weren't any special than me. They weren't perfect. They, but they were not any more special than me. Nope. John, you know, John Calvin was no different. Is is not going to be judged any different than I'm going to be judged, or you, or anyone else, or you, or anybody else listening. It, it it doesn't matter. Like none of that matters. Um, they certainly did a lot of good things. Did God use those men to? salvage truth. Sure, but you understand that truth still existed before the reformers, right? Do you know what the Baptist roots are? Yeah. This is what we call the Baptists. Okay, because this faith, the way, the way, never left. There's always been people that have followed the way. So we we act as if the reformers are big huge heroes that you know that need to be celebrated but they're really not and the problem with the reformers is is they brought in a lot of anti-semitism some of it by just their own ignorant speech 
And then some of it was more just innocent. It was something that they just never really reformed completely from the Catholic Church. But these roots to this go back even further. This does. This goes back again to Constantine. Constantine is the one that had a vision and went and rode his happy butt into Jerusalem and decided, hey, look, I'm going to go ahead and start a bunch of these new practices. Of course, alongside me worshiping my other Roman gods that I worship, because I don't know if a lot of people understand that. Absolutely, he did a lot of great things for Christianity. He did a lot of great things. And, and yes, at the end of his life, he was baptized and he apparently recanted of worshiping these other gods. But this was at the end of his life. That doesn't take care of the fact that he did through the most part. And all of these decisions and all of these big moves that he, quote unquote, great things he did for Christianity were all done in the mid part of his life while he was worshiping other gods. So that doesn't make him a hero just as much as that didn't make anybody else, you know, um, you know, we can have the argument of Nebuchadnezzar, we can have the argument of, of Cyrus and everything else, but it never indicates that Cyrus only worshipped God. Nebuchadnezzar certainly didn't only worship God. It may indicate that Nebuchadnezzar... Um, you know, came to, to a statement. I mean, maybe they did. I, I don't know that for sure. Okay, but what I know is they, these worshiping other God, this is not okay, and they were judged for it. <laughs> like, it's a pretty big deal. It, it's, it's a huge deal. And, and just because God doesn't necessarily apparently look to not deal with something right away, doesn't mean that it's okay. Just like, you know, this whole multiple wives thing for the king. You know, the king was never supposed to have multiple wives. Look how that worked out. You know, so we can't keep, well, what if, what if, what if, what if? You know, like we can't do that. But this does go back to this one period. And then we bring in this idea of the holidays. And I go, oh, goodness, this is another one of those things that wow and then you look to the roots of it and you're like oh wow but this is like really trying like this is this is this goes really hardcore against our beliefs and this goes deep into pagan gods who are not real gods at all but they're demons that's another thing I don't think we we necessarily understand and grasp, you know, within Christianity altogether. It's like you understand that all of these, this is why these things like saying, hey, do you understand where the roots of this come from? And not just with Christmas. I mean, with with many, 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 many things. But to stop and look at these things and go, no, it wasn't just because those silly people back all those years ago really thought having a statue in their house would do something, right? Like... Just like when we go into a Chinese restaurant, right? And they have yeah. the whole thing. And you're like, okay, that's dumb. That's not even real. You understand that those are the, these false gods, these, these Zeus and, you know, all these things that we have. Those are demons. The, those are fallen angels. Those are demons. Literally, Satan's, you know, little buddies. Like, th- that's that's the power under these things. So that still exists today. These are let out of their prison. 
and they to wreak havoc on the world during the tribulation period. And these are very, very powerful demons. Um, you know, these are what people mistakenly worshipped as gods. They were no gods at all. But this was, you know, these these things clearly commanded worship. Um, and, and this is where we, you know, you, you go into a lot of uh, area that people are don't understand or they don't know. They don't know the the time of Noah and Enoch and, and these things, which they can get into a lot of crazy, a lot of crazy ideas about these things. But um, there's still, there's a lot of truth there that's, you know, even littered throughout the New Testament and Jude and um, obviously in Revelation that clearly says that these things are, um, you know, hey, they were kind of a big deal. Um, but that's what, that's what these guys literally worshipped and you know these are the guys that jesus came when he was on earth and he said give to caesar what is caesar's and give to god what is god but sees most people misunderstand that to mean that there's some kind of split loyalty See, we're supposed to, you know, serve God and serve and serve Caesar. No. Give Caesar what you have to. Bare minimum. Nothing. He's a he's the king of the flies. Bear whatever you have, whatever, but your full attention and service goes to God. Caesar is an afterthought. That's just something that we just, we, I mean, we only care about to get by. Do the bare minimum to where it looks like you're a tax paying citizen, which you are. Right. The example we get. No more. Like paying your utility bill, right? Right. So if my utility bill is $300, I am not going to send the utility company 570 No, I owe you three hundred. I'm giving you three hundred. I'm not giving you three hundred and one. Right, you three hundred. You don't That's put. That's what I owe you. You don't put a couple hundred dollars on credit for your. No. Here you go, buddy. Since I just like you so much, let me give you because a little you're extra. not guaranteed tomorrow, so you wouldn't put any credit towards that. Yeah. And say go spend and waste the money, but I wouldn't put any credit towards it. No, but I'm going to pay you what I owe you. Pay what you owe and give to God. I'm not wrong for doing so. Absolutely, I'm not wrong for saying this was the exact amount I owed you. I gave it to you. I I don't. I have nothing to do with you, company. Right? Like you're just not my business. I paid you what I owed you. But why don't we look at life as the same way? Right? Like I'm doing exactly what I have to do. But then I think that dies into the whole American dream, right? You go that extra mile and you do that extra and you put in your roots and you make the best for yourself, right? Like we're so just like brainwashed with that, that it's so hard to comprehend. No, I did exactly what I had to do. Bare minimum. I owe you nothing. You owe me nothing. We're cool. That's it. But that's that way we need to look at it, I think. No, I guess just, you know, going back and think of it, I think there is a good way that you can say that, yeah, Savior is born. So now we have a Savior that is coming back in judgment. And this is the this is the day that if you're going to sell it, you know, if you're going to try to 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 share the gospel with somebody. Uh, but let's make sure day, we're not leaving that part out because that's the most important part of the whole right. thing. Right. 
Right. Let's make sure we're not doing that. And if you are cool, great. Like I said, I'm not talking to you and I, I'm not judging you or anything else. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting down and trying to have this honest conversation because a lot of ways that we could say, well, yeah, you know, you're right about this, about this, about this, about this. Well, look at it like this, though. Like, man, the holidays are a time, you know, it, it's, it's almost like Sunday Christians are on display for a few holidays out of the that year. That is such the perfect example of that. Yes. You know, like this is the let's let's look like it, act like it, speak like it, do all these things. Everybody polishes up their Sunday best, right? For And, and we did the same too, you know, I mean. You know, we a, sing the songs and we have the emotional experience and we you know, we we do the things that we've always done because it's rooted deep in us and it and it feels good and and you know and for me personally it's i know how this feels like i mean there's a sediment to it and there's not anything necessarily wrong with the sediments like we but, all get that cozy feeling but if you're <laughs> like even if your family like if you're doing it just because of the sediment and the rest of your family is not on the same page like if you're trying to just minister to them and and you know like they're but they're not like on the same page and they're like you know yeah i just want to i don't want to hear all that jesus stuff i just want to have the holidays like what what are you doing that does your that does your relatives or your husband or whoever else it is no good you know so like are you going with the hardcore stuff like, if you are, you're like, honey, see, you know, this time Jesus came into, you know, into the world. But the next time he's coming into the world, he's coming in judgment. And um, we need to get our, our stuff together. And we don't have time for materialistic nonsense like this, this holiday is associated with. You see how all these other people are in the world are celebrating this holiday? We Black Friday shop, we, we get materialistic, we get greedy, we get, uh, uh, you know, idolatry, we have all these things, right? We, we get the rest of the world does all of that stuff. See, we're not doing that. Like, is that what you're doing? Like, are you sharing with your, even your loved ones? Like, hey, materialism, it's fine to celebrate that and it's great and it's even share, but why don't we, are we sharing real gifts? I know, I, heck, I even know families that get together and they make stuff for each other. That's the coolest thing ever. Okay, that's that's like is we that what that we're doing? We did that a few times. We really enjoyed that. Right, because it is. Fun. It's yeah. like it's really sweet, and I think it's it's one of the most meaningful things. And there is a lot of people that do that, um, you know. But are, are you doing something meaningful in this, or or are you just celebrating the meaningless replacement theology? <laughs> tradition of man that is the holidays for the emotional experience in which case you're allowed to indulge you're allowed to everything is is okay for me but remember paul also says that not everything is beneficial 
You know, not everything is going to build you up. Not everything is going to help you and along. And that's that big point. Just because it isn't, you know, a sin and you don't feel completely convicted of it for whatever, or whatever it is, is, but that's, that, that was why I asked the question, but how is it point, whatever you're doing, I don't care what it is. Like, I don't even care to know what it is. I just want you to stop and ask yourself, how is this making me love the world less and look forward to eternity with the Lord more? How is it doing that? Mm-hmm. How is it showing my children to not be wrapped up in the ways of the world, to be looking for Christ's return and looking forward to the eternal? How is it doing that? that? That's the question, right? So it doesn't have to be sinful, right? There's plenty of things that aren't sinful, but I'm not going to sit down and make a focal part of our life even for one day a year because I know it's not doing anything good. There's nothing about it that's making me and my children and all of those around us, right? We're having that awkward conversation with family this year because for the first time in years, we have family that wants to come over and they're like, hey, we're going to come over over Christmas. We're like, okay, that's awesome. We're super happy. It doesn't matter to us what day it is. Um, don't expect me to have like a tree up and, you know, my kids to want to talk about well, Santa Well, no, no, Claus, that whatever. didn't start. That, that started last year. But, but that doesn't mean that, you, you know what I mean? Well, like, no, you don't no, no, no. But that was, that I mean, that way. was a good point though, is to, is to say though, is I was going to bring up that I, I found over in the last two years that it's actually a better way to minister to people. That's, that was my point. By because not so people doing go, it. So by not doing it, people are like, it. whoa, what? what is that? I don't get it. You know, I thought you guys were Christians and you know what I mean? Like that is such a point. And we have found it that by being like, cause I know most of the responses we've gotten from people and I understand your guys's hearts in it are being like, yeah, but it's such a great opportunity to minister to friends and family. We have actually found, and, and that's what we used to think about it too. And what we thought we were doing too. Right. But since all of this over the past five or so years, we have found it's actually been the opposite response that by say, by truly looking at it having these convictions and being like all right I don't care what anybody thinks I'm convicted on that okay we're gonna step away we have found more people that are like wait a second what and so given the opportunity then to have this conversation has shown so much more because again we're not talking about that milky little oh hey you know it's Jesus and we right. like, oh, yeah. you know what I mean but just kind of digging deeper we've actually found it to have the exact opposite yes know? because for us we have had the opportunity to say you know we just got way too materialistic we were treating these things as idols we realized that these things are you know we're far too wrapped up in far, these yeah, things. And, and a lot of these things at the root not trying to scare you out of uh, of thinking that I'm coming at you with, you know, hellfire and brimstone, but the root of a lot of these things isn't anything good. And, you know, perhaps think about it. Um, and, and maybe ask, you know, not that there's anything wrong with culture, but certainly tradition that was, you know, founded off of something that was pagan to me seems like something that we should avoid. And that was, you know, that was my, my my plea of consideration was saying that I I think that we should probably avoid things like this. I'm not trying to be dogmatic with it. If you don't get to that same conclusion because of various reasons, 
because you fit the one in the million who doesn't have, you know, um, uh, share a watered down gospel and, and you know, um, definitely uses every single part of the holidays to honor every bit of truth uh, that they mean in the Lord. Uh, meaning that he was born in the flesh, that he was the salvation for all man, that he did come in a human body. It was a virgin birth. It was a miraculous, you know, all these different There are so many things in there that, yes, you can truly, if that's what you are truly acknowledging, doing, teaching people, um, then you are one in a very, very small group of people. Because... Let's be honest, this goes to the warm and fuzzies, to a lot of us, not to all of us, but I think to most of us, this goes to, oh, just, you know, the smells, the sights, the movies, the thing, you know, the, the, the memories of the good old days. Well, don't you remember that literally Ecclesiastes says that we're not supposed to do this? Mm -hmm. We're not supposed to think of the good old days because that's vanity. Not in the way of of don't ever. I mean, there there's a, so you're saying, saying you that I never can have memory. any memories. Yeah. It's like no, Karen. That's not what I'm saying. Listen to me. Apologies to anyone listening. It, name that's named Karen. Karen. It is yes, not too directly really, Karen. <laughs> no, it's not not literally Karen. Just the attitude. It's like listen, Karen. No, that's not what I'm saying. But when we when we do things like that, we go, man, that. And that would probably fit in that category. Yeah. Going, man, good old days when the trees to be full of presents and, you know, everybody used to be there and we'd watch our favorite movie together and all that's nice. But how is that honoring Christ? Like what at the root, how is this honoring Christ? Not saying that we shouldn't do it, but I'm just saying, you know, that, so this is what, what we're, what we have to identify is the fact that, okay, this is just an emotional experience. This has nothing to do with Jesus. Yeah. Which, okay. Then we've, then we've admitted what we've And that's the point. Come then here let's to just say about. no. <laughs> you know, like, I, and that was our I point guess. of like, if you want to do it, then take Jesus off of it and just say, hey, I like that our culture makes gets a honey baked ham and puts up a tree and watches the santa claus movies and gives each other gifts okay that's fine like if that's what you want to do then yeah do like, it. i would be more i would be cooler even with bringing santa back into it if you're gonna make it pagan let's just leave it pagan if you're gonna celebrate a pagan festival let's leave it and in and, um, and our kids we've they've seen you know the the santa claus series with uh tim allen sure. remember the old ones that they did we've watched all those movies they're cute. They're funny. Guess what? We look at Santa Claus like the same way we look at Cinderella or the Tooth Fairy or anything else sure. that comes. It's just a fake, cute, whatever. End of right. story. Yeah, right? So you can look at it and be like, oh, hey, that was a funny movie. Ha, ha, ha. I'm not here to endorse the Santa Claus or Tim no, Allen or any it, of that. Or just, do our kids watch this no. on a regular? Well, and no. to be honest, they, we, they've watched them before. I honestly don't even remember how many years ago. But the point being that we can see stuff like this and go, okay, it is what it is. Just like when they watch, you know, any other cartoon that they watch and they're playing make-believe and doing whatever. Like, there's a very fine line there. I'm not saying, you know, pull into all of the stuff. But at the same time, you know, if you want to look at it and be like, hey, it's a fake thing. It's in my culture. I love it. I don't want to give it up. Okay, then just call it what it is. (laughs) 
Just you know, call it what it is. The, the other thing that just when we were talking about it made me think, because a lot of people go, well, yeah, I just like doing it because like, I like to do it. And, you know, my my parents or my friends, they, they just don't get it. Yeah. They go, okay, but, ooh. Okay, so the thing is, is your parents are friends. Are they followers of Christ? A lot of times, no, they're just, you know, they're not really. They say they are, but they're not really. Yeah. Mm. So you're well, more so willing to Well, so therefore you are missing out on an opportunity to minister to them. Yeah. To say, you know what, I'm not trying to, but, you know, this is not, not. Okay, so I'm going to, let me retract that a little bit. Because I don't think everybody has to do this. But I think it should be considered. So especially at a time like the holidays, right? Where if it's uh, if we truly are celebrating the holidays as all we that we say that we are, but then we're, you know, yeah, but I just like doing it. It's my freedom. I can do it. Okay, but you think that this is going to work if you're not willing to lose all these things? Because for me, like my my family, I have ones that, that claim Christ on this side, but they are very materialistic. I don't think from their lifestyles and from their spiritual fruit that they that that a couple of them truly are saved. Um, I don't know. It's not my judgment, but it, I'm concerned about these things. I'm told to, to be able to look at people's fruits, to get a glimpse of where their heart is. And in doing so, it, it doesn't look good and it's heartbreaking, right? And, uh, you know, I, I am able to say, hey, look, we don't have anything against Christmas, but don't worry about, about, I mean, like, we're not going to say no to anything, but don't worry about ask, you know, getting the kids anything. If, if, you know, you don't, you know, it's not necessary. We don't really celebrate Christmas or we don't celebrate Christmas. We stopped for these reasons, so you're not meant like you can still come and we'll cook a meal for you and we'll celebrate Christmas with you, um, but that's not something that our family does, and that always, well, that's that's kind of weird. Well, no, 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 it's not weird. It's become a materialistic holiday, and you have an opportunity to minister to them. Mm-hmm. By saying that you're not going to do something instead, instead of continuing. Jesus is coming, and this is our focus. You know, hey, we can get together, but you know what? Don't even, don't worry about the whole normal, traditional Christmas thing that we do. I just want to see you. I just want to be with my family. You know, take this time to be with your family, fine. But this whole, you know, the whole idea of of that we, you know, this warmth and everything, if we don't have friends or family that are, that are, believers right now then what are you doing i mean we we need to be hey this is this is why and and you know we think that jesus is returning soon and i don't you know i i definitely don't want to lose you but these aren't the questions that are being asked they're just uh, or I don't feel like largely they are. Maybe they are. Again, if this is you and you do all these things, then good on you. But I, again, you can't take, you know, we can't have a couple people just say, well, I do this. Okay, but that's not the majority. And that's not certainly not what we do at large during the holiday seasons. So 
I mean, there's there's just a lot to consider, and there's there's again, I think I'm pretty sure we said it in this podcast. We have recorded a few different ones of this one, so I don't remember if I if if I haven't said this, and I did, forgive me, everybody. Um, you know, but you're not you're not bound to any Jewish festival, any Jewish laws, anything like that. I'm I'm not advocating for that. Um, you're not, you're not supposed to celebrate Hanukkah instead of Christmas. That's why I'm not saying that people are misunderstanding that the biblical feasts are the only way to go. No, 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 no. We're I mean, absolutely not. There is no specific day that's, that's better than the other in Christ. I mean, he is Lord of the Sabbath. I mean, he is, he is the Sabbath and, um, you know, it, it's it, there is n- there's nothing that that you have to do in that way. Um. So so don't misunderstand that. It's just that this stuff still has meaning, and replacement theology is a destructive heresy. And this all goes back to this time, especially when we bring up this topic with Christmas and the holidays, it, it goes to the root of this problem, which I didn't intentionally tie in with Christmas this year, although people probably think I did. It tied in with my book of Matthew study. And my, Timing just and my And just my natural, um, you know, uh, ministry is, is, is more speaking of the kingdom and and how we are not repla- we are not replacing Israel that we the church are not the replacement but we are the fulfillment of promise along with Israel um but there's a distinction in the two you know what i mean like yeah. that's that's where we're that's where i'm trying to go here with that but Whatever you do in in Christmas is anybody that that celebrates Christmas is not sinning, um, but anybody that celebrates Christmas is celebrating a pagan holiday. At the root of it, you just have to get past caring about all that at the at the base of it, and I can't come to that that uh, that conclusion anymore. I think where I'm okay with it. Um, and, and mostly because of how bad it literally replaces Israel in, in, in the idea and how just demonic it is at its core. Not on the surface, not for believers uh, that 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 don't understand, that don't get any, not any of that. I, again, I try to be as careful as I can with my words, and I'm not condemning of anybody. Unless you're a full blown heretic, I, I can't. I'm not gonna. I can't. I'm not going to condemn you. That's it's the Lord's job. But even then, I'm not going to condemn a heretic either. All that's again, that's the Lord's job. But I'm going to call it out. Because we're absolutely told to judge false teachers, absolutely. But I wanted to clear up just these perceptions. I I don't see 
I see that, yes, that this should just be a continuation of something that we do every day of the year. But something that we do every day of the year, the, the, other, the problem with this is replacement theology doesn't, doesn't end on, on you know, the end of the celebration of Christmas. This is something that keeps going. So, yes, in, in agreement with that, this is something that we should do every day. And this, also this kingdom now theology that we have, um, we're not building the kingdom of God. We're not advancing it. We're not forwarding it. We are simply ministers of the new covenant. We declare the gospel until he comes. But we don't, we have this reconstructionist idea that we're supposed to, um, and this is where this replacement theology and the NAR um, ha have really infected the church and the doctrine in it because we have this idea that it's our, our job to forward and advance the kingdom of God. And we do these things by preaching the gospel but the problem is is this gospel is this milk watered down gospel not only is it watered down but it's also replaced and it's completely indoctrinated with replacement theology and it's the stuff that we just eat up and we throw out all over the place in some of us without even knowing it or meaning to but then you look at it and you go yeah but you really know what you're saying do you really know what you're doing there so that was that were my that was my only points in this again I, I i i pray that i did not offend anybody i pray that uh, my my heart is seen and heard in this because i do find it serious i, I think it is serious i think it's something that i never realized before as much or it didn't hit me as much as it did this year but only because of the conditions i think that our world is in and, and coming to reality of going we are in a different gear now and time is different and we don't have a lot of time left so i don't know how i'm i'm spending my time continuing in things that the world is just trying to get by with normal on just let's get a sense of normalcy let's yeah. i'm so sick of covid i want to decorate my house like christmas and, and forget it all yeah the problem is is it's not going anywhere and it's getting and jesus, it's, it's is, jesus coming. is coming and that was one thing where i'm just like man i just don't know that this is good fruits now for me um, and, and I didn't celebrate Christmas last year, but I definitely had stronger feelings towards being completely okay with it last year as opposed last to last year was the now. first year where i noticed yeah i think if i would have been okay with it you totally like i think i felt a couple times last year where i was like i think you're kind of upset with me not wanting to do christmas like i, I think, think there you almost is want and to. even this year there has been a couple times where i'm like oh i remember these days i remember this and the, but the, why do you think i just said what i said about the ecclesiastes mm -hmm. and I, I mean what <laughs> I'm not supposed to say nothing about the former days. How is that wise? How how does that help me at all? Yeah. I thank the Lord for those good memories that I sure, have. Sure, absolutely. I do. I do. But I don't try to relive them. I don't try to recreate them. And I don't continue on with them. If I did, I'd be up there, you know, watching all of my... I'd be up there watching Christmas Vacation. I'd be up there watching Elf, <laughs> Home Alone. Like, you know, all those, um, you know, uh, Miracle on Thursday. I mean, there's so many, you know, there's... 
there's all kinds of different ones. And it, it was something that meant something to me, a holiday that meant something to me as a child. Um, but then it got associated to me with a lot of bad things always happened in my life in December. So then I kind of grew sour to it, but then I kind of came back around to it. And then I decided not to celebrate. <laughs> well, and what's anymore. funny is I worked so hard to get you on my Christmas bandwagon. <laughs> you did. Like, you I did like, too. I was like, yeah, so scratch all that. Go back to just being bah humbug. <laughs> You're like, but wait, I, <laughs> so now, so sorry. Now, I've sent you such mixed signals. <laughs> yeah, but this now, me, I mean, like I said, this just, and it, it's not that I learned anything new this year that I it didn't just already you know, differently. but I saw something differently this year that I had not seen before. And it was only, thank you, it's, 2020. It's, it's, thank you, 2020, <laughs> but thank you for the, and it just goes along with where I was in the book of Matthew mm-hmm. and what I've been studying. And I know I've said that a hundred times in three podcasts. But that's where it came from. And I, you're forced to study the Gospel of Matthew from a different perspective because it is from a different perspective. Yeah, It's taught from a completely Jewish standpoint where he has a different audience than Mark, than John does, than Luke does. Yeah. We have a completely different audience here that we're talking of in, in, in Matthew and that we have got to rightly divide this book. And once we rightly divide Matthew and understand these things, I go, my goodness. And, and you tie Imagine these things that. in with the Old Testament and to these Old Testament prophecies that Jesus not only fulfilled perfectly, but he will fulfill it completely in his second coming and and the rapture of the church. But um, in, in looking that and in, in diving deep into the roots and, and early church history even, I mean... This is, you know, this is something that the, the, the church was having struggles with. We can see this in, in the gospel or in the epistles. You know, the church was struggling with these Judaizers that were coming in, trying to make them follow Jewish law. And they, they were trying to say, hey, you're not saved if you don't follow Torah. You know, don't even try. And, and Paul's going, no, 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 no. See, the thing is, is Christ fulfilled that. And you were never justified by the letter of the law. Christ is the perfect sacrifice, is the perfect atonement for that. There's no need to complete, you know, continue to keep doing this and attempting to, to fulfill, you know, righteousness by your, your works of the law. It's unnecessary because Christ has fulfilled it. But then also you see Paul going, whoa, whoa, whoa okay, so yeah. I'm saying that you don't have to follow Torah anymore, but I'm not saying not to follow Torah anymore. Not, uh, you know, I mean, the principles of the law, not, not Torah itself, but the principles of the law. And that's exactly, and he said, don't, don't, don't get too proud, church. Don't think that you're all of a sudden this new replacement for God's promises to his people. Mm -hmm. God's people in the Old Testament, although it may include you in a grafted in manner, are not speaking to you. It's speaking to the ethnic nation, the person, the people of Israel, the 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 remnant, the 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 chosen remnant, whichever whoever they are. I don't know. They're they're. I I don't know if if they're alive today. I believe that it probably would be a generation from today. it's as soon as I hope that it is. Uh, but if it's not, I don't know what generation it's going to be. 
Um, I know, you know, but, but it, it will happen. So that's my meaning in, in all of that. Um, I certainly think that we still continue. And if you still have reconciled all these things, you continue to do good works in the Lord's name on Christmas, on Christmas Eve and every single other day of the year. Um, and we honor Christ just as much as our Lord and Savior every day as we do celebrating his his birth into the world. Um, so it, it, it's it's just, but think. I mean, I, I just, I can't say that too much. And I don't think that we need to take something that was put there for literally against God and tie it into something else. When God has already commanded specific things for those things that we're celebrating now. Maybe not for us, but if we were just like, hey, I like this idea of celebrating the fact that we have a Savior. God is with us. Amen. Well, that that's amazing. And we can we can celebrate the festival that that celebrates God coming to earth in the flesh. There's a festival for There's that. A, that's it. That should be our tag. <laughs> There's a, a festival new, for that. There should that should be a new uh, t-shirt. I'm huh? making a t-shirt right now. Yeah, There's should, a festival for there's that. There's a festival for that. Um, Christ returned, Christ coming, Christ this. There's it's, a festival it's for that. It's not necessary that you celebrate them, but when you learn about them and you go, huh? oh, wow, that's really cool. Oh, I can see how Jesus fits into all of that. Did you notice that somebody, uh, sorry, this, and we'll end on this. Famous somebody on one of your last um, videos that you did, something about a festival had said something. It was a Torah. Uh, no, it, was a, it, it must have been a, a Jew. Because they said it always cracks me up for Christians that why do you celebrate the, the festivals if Jesus completed them? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know. That's that's the problem with even the Jews think that we don't that that there's some sort of replacement theology in here. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, he is the fulfillment of them, but he's still going to fulfill these things literally. Yeah. That Messiah that that didn't come the first time, this because the Jews don't believe many of them don't believe he's the Messiah because he didn't institute the kingdom when he came the first time. Yeah, said uh, if he was Messiah, we'd know. If there's a there's a dude on YouTube that I watch that he goes around to it, he he's Jewish and he goes around to people in Israel and asks them questions. Can't remember his name for the life of me. So that's really not gonna help anybody that wants to go look for him. But <laughs> anyway. A lot. And he asks him questions from that people send in to to him. And he goes to Jerusalem and he's, he's talking to a bunch of Jews asking them what Jesus means to them and if Jesus is the Messiah. But he's not Christian, so he's just asking this from a just different Just a question, side. yeah. Every, of course, you get... He, he interviewed about 10 different people and you got about 
No, you got answers. about a, a, six, sort of, six, sort of, same answers, and the rest were different. But the sort of the same ones, the ones that had the same element is if Jesus was the Messiah, if Messiah was here, you would know it. Because see this? See how everything's not good now? Yeah, no, that hasn't happened yet. So it's funny that they don't see that. And it's like, no, no, no. See, the thing is, is he's coming back and that will happen. He's coming back, but he's going to come back in judgment and he's going to be separating the sheep from the goats. So it's funny that they don't understand that solely based off of the fact of replacement theology because they go, okay, well, Christ is done. His kingdom came and you're advancing his kingdom right now. That's where this, this idea of advancing the kingdom, that's why uh, even for, for Jews and things like this, it doesn't work for them. Yo, this is not God's kingdom. Yeah. Have you read Isaiah? Try again. This is not the kingdom. This is not Messiah's kingdom. And again, we, we learn in the book of Matthew how that kingdom was offered originally to Israel. It was The offer was extended to the Gentiles. And after this, this extension offer is over for the church, it, it, once that ends at the rapture, which, sure, yes, Gentiles still can be saved during the tribulation period. But once this goes back to the... To, to, comes from the church the focus goes back on to the nation of israel and god promises that he will save a remnant and they will call on christ as lord so this is something that continues not ends and it's or it's not something that's already occurred and that's that throws a lot of people off so i, I noticed somebody had said that to you they're just like i just don't get it with you people with you christians so funny that you would celebrate these festivals but what does that mean to you no 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 he is the fulfillment of these things these things have literal fulfillments in them so i hope that cleared up some of it probably um, just opened up probably like just opened up new. some more <laughs> some more conversation there um we just have got to be careful of our uh you know where our replacement theology roots are and our understanding i think of things but hopefully that helps hopefully at least someone, that helps clear you know? up a little bit anything else no i think that's it all righty guys hopefully we'll see you next time and it will be on a different topic yes we'll hopefully. see <laughs> no promises yeah <laughs>